0: Hey, peoples and guys and girls. Um, ugh, Sorry, just had a brain fart. Um, my new segment coming right now is called Saints of the Day. Saints, uh, parentheses S, Saints or Saints of the Day. Starting today, we will begin to look at Saints of the Day um, and what they did and how we can grow in them. So check out my new segment called Saints of the Day and watch the video from the day. Can't wait to see you. Hey guys. Okay, um, so today is uh, if you listen to my other segment real quick, it is the thirteenth uh, day of Lent, and is the uh, March second, and we already did that. So if you want to learn about today's Lent and its pe- and its penance offering and all that, go listen to my segment called the Lenten Season. It has days one, uh, and then it skips the twelve and thirteen because I got started late. But today, this segment, <clears throat> excuse me, is Saint of the Day. So I have two books here, um, one from, I want to say, towards the uh, 70s or so, the 80s, that's a copy date, and then I have one that is new and updated. So we'll look at this one first, and then we'll look at the new one to see how um, it differs. And it's pretty easy, we just read about the saints of the day, who they, what they did and who they are, and all that stuff. So let us begin. So the day is March March third, third, right? March third, March second, and it's actually kind of kind of interesting because I'm looking through the first book I have, and there's nothing on March second. It skips to March fourth. But for those of you who don't know, John Paul II, who I will eventually talk about, canonized many, 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 many saints. So we look in the new book, um, and the books I'm using, uh, the first book from the 80s is called The Book of Saints, Um, that's all I see, just The Book of Saints, and then the newest book I have, the new and updated, is called, is by Don Marie Buetern, um, Saints, Becoming an Image of Christ Every Day of the Year, Um, and so it has a few saints on the uh, front, and it's by Ignatius, so that's good. And, it go- and it's really good because it goes through, and it um, gives. It has multiple saints a day, and it tells about them. And then at the end, it gives a little um, prayer about them. So, let's begin. March second, Saint Chad or Tita of Mercia. Uh, Chad, my bad. Saint Chad, born into a devout family in North Ubrini, England. Chad and his three brothers heard God's call and became priests. Chad spent his life surrounded by other holy men who are also now acclaimed as saints. For example, he was educated at the monastery school governed by the holy monk and future saint Aidan list but returned home when his brother bishop, said also a saint, requested it. For a time, Chad served as the abbot in abony that his brother had founded in Lincolnham. Then the king Oswin. Asked him to serve as bishop of York, another man and future saint, Wilfrid had already been consecrated to this position. It was a very complicated political situation, described for us by the historian Saint Bede. But Chad accepted the request to become bishop of York in good faith. As bishop, Chad promoted the truth in both church doctrine and practice. lived a humble life and traveled on foot as he preached throughout his diocese. Rather than taking advantage of the power of his position, however, uh, position. However, when Theodore of Tarsus, yet another future saint, was made Archbishop of Canterbury, he recognized the confusion caused by the ordination of two bishops to the same post. When he told Chad that he had been improperly ordained, Chad humbly offered to resign, saying that he had never thought he was worthy of the honor, but had only accepted it out of of obedience. Theodore was impressed with his humility, and although he had Chad retired to lengthen him, demoting him, to serve as abbot there he also ordained chad as bishop supplying whatever might have been defective in his previous espical espical consecration at the hands of bishop wine when the bishops of nearby city of mercia died theodore asked the king to give that position to position as bishop to chad due to chad's advanced advanced age theodore ordered him to travel on horseback while he visited, visited his people rather than on foot Chad moved his seat to the city of Linchan, founded an abbey there, and often stayed to pray and read with a group of monks that he had established at the retreat house. He served as bishop for less than three years, but his virtue left a deep impression on his people. They named many churches after him after his death. So that's about St. Chad, or Siedad of Mercia. The next saint we have is Blessed Charles the Good. Um, I will let you know that some of these paragraphs are really short and some of them are really long the one we just read about saint chad is one of the longest i've seen um and this one about charles the good is about really small so some of them are only like a sentence so charles uh blessed charles the good charles was born in uh charles was born in 1083 and was the son of saint cantu the king of denmark when his father was murdered, he was taken to the court of Flanders and raised there. He fought in the second crusade to protect Christians in the Holy Land and returned to become the court of Flanders Count returned to become the Count of Flanders in eleven nineteen The people acclaimed him Charles the Good because he consistently made decisions that protected the poor from the rich and powerful. However, those powerful enemies resented his goodness. He was attacked and beheaded on his on this date in eleven twenty seven in Bruges, Belgium. Whew. Okay. Blessed Angela Guerrero y Ganeles. Oh, sorry. Spanish right there. Uh, Blessed Angela Guerrero and Gonales. Angela was one of 14 children, born to pious but poor parents in Spain in 1846. Only, one, only five of the children survived to adulthood. Angela had to quit school when she was 12 years old to help support the family. She had always been a pious child, so no one was surprised when, as a young woman, she tried to enter two religious orders, the Carmelites and the Daughters of Charity. But on both occasions, she became ill after becoming a postulant and had to return home to her family. She decided to live at home and follow a simple rule of life, renewing her vows to that rule annually annually, with the blessing of her priest and spiritual director, Father Padilla. Uh, If we're talking Spanish, it's Padilla. Um, in 1873, she received a vision in which she recognized God's call to serve the poor. She began serving the poor, the sick, and the homeless in her area, keeping a diary of her spiritual experiences. Other women began to follow her, and together they began living on alms to support themselves and to provide food, to provide food medicine, and other needs for the poor. During her lifetime, the order she founded, the Congregation of the Cross, grew from just Angela and three sisters to 23 Covenant full of sisters. Covenants, covenants, full of sisters. She died in 1932. At the end, they gave a little prayer for each saint. St. Chad, show me how to accept all challenges with humility. Blessed Charles, help me to seek justice for the poor in my own community. Blessed Angela, help me to see and serve Christ in the poor. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So this is really interesting, real quick. So we learned about these amazing saints, these amazing people who live life worthy enough, close to Christ, as close can be, to be organized as a saint. If you, re- if you listen to those prayers about the poor, if you listen to my other segment about um, Lent, which I'll give a little insert here, the today- today's penance is do something concrete to help the poor. So, the day is really focused on helping the poor, I feel. Um, and I don't know, that could be a coincidence, but I feel like it's not. I feel like they go hand in hand. And a lot of stuff, a lot of times things do. So, let's just keep that in mind. Um, that's the saint of the Day. Those are the Saints of the Day. Um, and that was the Lenten, and I had recorded the uh, Lenten season one. If you would like to learn more about Saints of the Day and all this stuff, there's a great app. Great, great app! I have it. It's called Laudate. Um, it's a it's a Catholic app. L A U D A T E. I believe I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's that. Laudate. Um, if you download it, it's really easy. It's free, no price, no whatever. Um, free. It gives you the readings of the day, the saints of the day, the quote of the day, the uh, daily reading of the day. The um, you can look up prayers. You can look up uh, Vatican One and Two documents you can look up all this stuff um it's really great it's really great it teaches you how to it can it can teach you how to say the rosary the divine mer- uh, chaplet of mercy um stations of the cross how to say this or that or do this it's it's really great so it's called La date go ahead and get that if you want um and if you would like to learn more about the bible which i will try to hit sometimes but I'll leave that up to Father Mike Schmitz and his podcast that I listen to as well called The Bible in a Year with Father Mike Schmitz. I've li- I've been listening to it. It is great. It's amazing. It's sp- it's expanded my horizon beyond what I could imagine. So, check those out. Um promise you no regrets to any of them. Um and like I said the saint the book of saints I have is called um Becoming an Image of Christ Every Day of the Year, brand by Don Marie Beunter. Um so check that out too if you'd like to get a copy of that. If you have any questions, please, 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 please reach out to me. Record a message, send it in. Pretty soon here I'll have a phone number and maybe an email you guys can text to or email to. So with that being concluded, let's end this segment and uh with a prayer. With a prayer. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Heavenly Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you for giving us these amazing saints. And these amazing role models to live by, and we pray that you help us to do what they did and to live in their ways as they lived in yours. Because it always comes back, comes back to you. We pray that you help us as you did Saint Chad to accept all challenges with humility. We pray that you, as you helped Blessed Charles to seek justice for the poor in our own communities, and we pray that as you helped Blessed Angela, that you will help us to see Christ in the Lord in the poor. To serve Christ in the poor. My bad, sorry. Let us remember that there's always somebody we can help and that we should. And um, humility, once again, is a big part. So help us to remember that, Lord. Uh, Let's say uh, Hail Mary. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus, Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Guys, this has been great. Um, check out those things I mentioned. Date, Saints Becoming an Image of Christ Every Day of the Year. And if you want to learn more about the Lent Season, go to my seg- podcast, my segment called Lent. Um, the Lenten Season, I have it recorded there. If you uh, scroll down and you see the Lenten season, if you press on it, it'll take it to another scroll, and you can see all the things i posted in that segment. Um, So this is a new segment, too, the Saint of the Day, and uh, this is great, absolutely great. Um, I can't wait. So let us, um, yeah, let's uh, conclude this. Um, Guys, please pray for me. I'm praying for you, and stick around, tell your friends about it, Um, and I cannot wait until tomorrow. God bless. See you guys later. What's up, guys? Uh, welcome back to my podcast called uh, A Young Catholic's Point of View. Um, I just... It's a great day, and we're going to... This is the saint of the day today. We're going to be talking about them. So let us begin. Um, let me check my first book. Um, nope, nothing um, in the first book. But this is the updated version that I have. If you want to follow along with me or explore yourself, this is called Saints Becoming an Image of Christ Every Day of the Year by Don Marie Buntner and is by this company, I believe it's Ignatius. Um, so this is great. It's very good. It's every day of the year. It's just amazing. And it goes by day and it gives the saints or saints of the day and it just gives information on who they are and where they came from. So today have a few. We have one, two, three, four. <clears throat> Excuse me. I got the hiccups all of a sudden. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. Um. Yes. Let us begin. Saints Marinus and astridis of christiania During the persecution of Christians under the Roman Emperor Galinus, Galinus Marneus. Oh, sorry. <laughs> during the persecution persecution of Christians under the Roman Emperor, Emperor Gallienus Marianus was serving as a soldier in the Roman army in Caesia in modern Israel and was secretly a Christian he was offered a promotion to the position of Centurion, centurion but a rival for the o- position pointed out that a Centurion must offer sacrifice to the gods. Marianus was given three hours to change his mind and make a sacrifice he prayed and read scripture and refused after his execution, a Roman senator, senator named Aestrius buried his body and was executed as well. Both men died as martyrs around the same year. St. Cunadug. Cundug. Cundug was born around the year 978 into a noble and holy family. Her father was Siegfried, the Count of Luxembourg, Luxembourg and her mother was Hedwig, who was known for her holiness. Cundug, Cundug Gugd. Kundung, sorry, was a pious young woman. She was married to Henry, Duke of Bavaria, Bavaria, who became a great leader and saint as well. When Pope Benedict, Benedict the Thirteenth, or Eighth, sorry, Pope Benedict the Eighth, crowned her husband as Holy Roman Emperor Henry the Second in 1013, Kunngund was crowned as Empress. She encouraged Henry to establish a monastery and cathedral at Bamberg. It was said that K's silken threads were better defense than the walls due to the privileges she obtained from the Pope for the people. She and Henry never had children <clears throat> <clears throat> When Henry died, she retired to, the, to a covenant at Kungfuung Kagd that she had founded after receiving from a dangerous, after recovering from a dangerous illness. Kundung had a niece named Judith, whom she had educated and was made superior at a convent. When Kundung discovered that Judith had become lax and frivolous, she was the first to come to dinner and last to come to pray. She had a fe- and she had a feast with some of the sisters instead of attending a Sunday pr- Sunday procession. Kundung confronted Judith. She pre- reproved her and struck her across the face. Face. Judith bore the marks of Kundug's hand on her face for the rest of her life and repented. Kundug lived as a nun in great humility, believing herself the lowest member of the household, praying, reading, and caring for the sick. She died on this date around 1033. Or maybe 1039. <coughs> I'm sorry. Mm. St. Teresa Excorio, or Ignazia Brazier. Okay, so that's her middle name. When Ignizia's mother was young, she told her sister that she felt drawn to religious life. Her sister predicted instead that she would be the mother of her holy children. The prediction came true. Ignizia was the oldest of her mother's seven children, and one of her brothers eventually became a bishop. Event. Born <clears throat> born in 1801 at Bergamo, Italy, Bergamo, Italy she was educated at home and became a benedicted nun, took the name of Teresa Escudio S. Doctio, and founded the Institute of Daughters of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. She and her nuns brought God's love to others through orphanages and retreat centers, as well as caring for the sick and the elderly. Teresa became a spiritual guide and teacher to many people, particularly through her letters. She died in 1852. St. Catherine Drexel and then this is an optional memorial. So, um, Catherine was born in 1858 into an extremely wealthy family in Philadelphia, yet it was also a devout Catholic family who taught her to put her wealth at the vice of others, at the service of others. For example, the Dextral family opened homes for the poor, trade schools for orphans, and schools for black Americans. During a papal audience in 1887, Catherine asked Pope Leo Twelfth. To send more missionaries to a friend, a bishop in Wyoming, the Pope asked her point blank to become a missionary herself, and Catherine accepted the challenge. Eventually, she spent her entire family fortune serving the missions in the American West, but it wasn't just money. She herself became a sister and founded an older, an order of sisters to care for Native Americans. She also established schools for Black Catholics despite persecution from segregationists. After suffering a heart attack, she returned. She retired from her. Pres- position and spent her remaining 20 years of life in prayer she died in 1955 wow that's kind of cool we only lost her about 40 years ago or so or 60 so i say but still uh there's a little prayer at the end holy martyrs show me how to live and die for christ Saint kunda teach me humility St. Teresa, show me how to guide these those around me to Christ. St. Catherine, help me to be generous in using the gifts of God has given me to care for others. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That was the Saint, saints of the day today. Um, great. Absolutely great. Very interesting. Amazing how these people live their life. Just absolutely amazing. If you would like to... um see more of saints and stuff like that and to know it without listening to this podcast which i hope you don't but if you need to get on the run or something download ladate l-a-u-d-a-t-e i'm pretty sure it's a catholic app it gives bible teachings readings days of the um readings of the day saints of the days all this stuff you can find vatican one and two documents you can find all this stuff it's just great absolutely amazing um download that if you'd like to um Listen to the Lent podcast I've been doing. Go to my segment called Lenten Season. Uh, I have a new podcast under that. And um, yeah. Um, and just reflect on today's saints. You can look them up. Or, as I've said, get the book, which is very good. It's called Saints Becoming an Image of Christ Every Day of the Year. Written by Don Marie Beuter and uh, by the company Ignatius, I believe. Um, yeah. Let's end today's podcast with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Lord, Jesus, we ask that you help us to live our life according to your will, as you have shown us through the saints, that we strive to become more like them and ultimately becoming more like you through them. We ask that you give us the blessings and the willpower of the Holy Spirit to come over us so that we may be able to defy ourselves and to live according to you. We ask that you show us the ways of life as you already have and that you make it apparent in our lives. That way we may repent. In this time of Lent, we are called to do that. We are called to Repent and believe the good news we are called to follow you. As we say on Ash Wednesday, repent and believe the good news. Repent and believe in the gospel. Help us to live the gospel and to repent truly. Help us to truly be more like saints. For uh, Help us to get over our own addictions, whether that be cussing, Porn addiction, idolatry, love, unconnections, love troubles, help us to always keep you in mind and to beat these problems with your help and in you. We ask this through your holy name, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Guys, this has been great. Um, this concludes the segment. I ask that um, you listen to my other segments too. My first ones, You Are Not Alone, and the other ones, Love and Lust. In fact, I'm going to start adding more on to Love and Lust, talking about a very um, kind of a edgy topic, Porn Addiction. Um, I feel like that's something that we should all hear today. So I might do that later or tomorrow, depending on how I feel. Um, I do have a lot of homework, but, you know. Uh, I ask that you subscribe to this podcast and follow me. Tell your friends. Um, Let me know that what I'm doing is worth it and that you guys want to hear it. If you have questions, send a recording. And soon, I will probably have an email or a phone number you can text to. So, this concludes the segment. Guys. Please pray for me. I could really use some prayers and I'm praying for you. Um thank you. Uh God bless, and I will see you next time. Bye bye. Hello. Um, <clears throat> <clears throat> sorry. Oh my gosh, what a horrible intro. Hello. Uh welcome back to my podcast, a young Catholics point of view. I apologize so wholeheartedly for not putting an episode out earlier. I was at musical rehearsal. Um, I am doing The Little Mermaid. I'm not Ariel, I'm not Prince Eric, I'm not Flounder, I'm not Sebastian. I am a wave. <laughs> I am a jellyfish. I am the lowest form of characters. <laughs> I am an ensemble. Um, but, I am also very, very tired, as you can hear. But, I am destined to go on, because this is something I need to do. So, today we're going to be looking at my our saints of the day. If you want to... Um, join in, follow along, or just read ahead, or keep on track. Um, it's called Saints, becoming an everyday image of Christ, of the year, uh, ran by Don Marie Buentner and by the uh, company Ignatius. Uh, today is March fourth, and if you want to learn about Lent, go to my other segment, uh, the Lenten season. And we do not have a lot of uh, saints today, but we have two, and that's more than enough. So, um, let us begin. Saint Casimir of Poland. This is a optional memorial. Um, Casimir was the third of 13 children. and was born in 1458 to King Casimir. Uh, to King Cas Casimir the third of Poland, and his wife, Elizabeth of Austria. Casimir and his two brothers were well-educated by a pious canon who was also a no- noted historian. Casimir was devout, was devout as a child and as an adult. He meditated on Christ's passion, wore a hair shirt under the plain clothes he wore, slept on the ground, and was known for his pleasant temperament. He cared for the poor and reminded his father and brother, king of Bohemia, to remember the poor in their action as rulers. He recited him hymn Omini di Das Maria, translated in English as Daily Daily Sings to Mary. So frequently, so frequent so frequently that he sometimes incorrectly considered it considered its author. He oh, so frequently that he sometimes incorrectly considered being the author of it. Sorry. Casimir was only 15 years old when the nobles of nearby Hungary begged his father to make him Casimir their king. He obeyed his father and led a Polish army to fight in Hungary very reluctantly. When he arrived at the frontier at the head of the army, he saw that many men had deserted because they didn't—they hadn't been paid. His own advisors told him to return home, which is what he did, but his father was furious. Despite the facts that the people had discouraged this expedition, the war had been unjust and battles between European nations helped only the Turks in their invasion of Europe. Casimir was punished by being locked up in a castle for three months. When he was released, he returned to his studies and refused to take up arms again. He lived a celibate life and turned down a proposed marriage. His father must have forgiven him because Casimir served as viceroy when his father was away from Poland for a time. He had suffered from lung troubles for years, which led to his death at the age of 25 in 1484. Uh, saints, blesseds. Christopher Bales, Alexander Blake, and Nicole Horner. Nicholas Horner. During the anti-Catholic laws of England of the 16th century, it was dangerous to have anything to do with a Catholic priest. Christopher Bales was a- condemned to death for being a Catholic priest, and Alexander Blake and Nicholas Horner thought only Catholic laymen. Though only Catholic ha- laymen were condemned to death for helping a Catholic priest. Sorry. Uh, Catholic priests. All three were hanged, drawn, and quartered in London on this date in 1590. To add, to, in, to add insult to injury, Nicholas Horner's martyrdom occurred in front of his own home. Oh, that's horrible. Those are the saints of today. Um, St. Casimir, give me a love of purity. Holy martyrs, show me how to help my priests. Um, This really reflects. Um, this is a short reading today. I apologize for being so tired. My friend is texting me, so I'm sorry. But um let's reflect on that. Um let's pray for our priests and let's help. Let's uh, all try to strive to be holy and following at such a young age. Let's end this segment um with a prayer in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Holy Mary, Jesus. Holy Spirit, help us to live according to your laws. Help us to strive every day to be like you and to be more like a saint so that we may be more like you. Um, Help us to be like these saints, to pray for priests and to help them and to um, be such a young age and yet be holy. Um, We ask this all in your name. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for our sinners, now and at the hour of her death. Amen. Guys, this concludes this episode of Saints of the Day. Um if you want to learn about Oh, excuse me, if you want to learn about Lent, go to my other segment called Lenten Season, and I'm actually going to start doing this thing called Song of the Day, where I talk about a song, and it's really good, and it's an older song, so if you don't like country music, well, don't listen to that then. Um, But it will be songs from the 50s, and it won't all be country. There will be some Elvis Presley and CCR in there. So, um, thank you guys for tuning in, and um, please subscribe to this podcast, tell your friends about it, and uh, please pray for me, because I'm praying for you. Uh, Okay awesome god bless good night hey guys welcome back to <clears throat> sorry I'm gonna drink um Saints of the day my podcast a young Catholics point of view I apologize for talking kind of low but found out that my <laughs> brother has been eavesdropping on me so we're going to uh, kind of talk quiet We have a lot of saints to get through today, so let's begin. Um, March 5th. If you want to follow along, the book I'm using is called Saints Becoming an Image of Christ Every Day of the Year by Don Mori Bietzner. So, let's begin. St. Cano the Gardener. Cano was a gardener during the persecution of Christians under the Roman Emperor Diccas at Penelie, modern Turkey, around the year 250. He was arrested and executed for being a Christian. St. Lucas I, the First. Lucius was the, 22nd Pope, was the 22nd Pope. He reigned only 253 days. Due to the ongoing persecution of Christians by the Roman Emperor Gallus, Lucius was sent into exile soon after he was consecrated Pope. But not long, but not long afterward, he was able to return to Rome, Presum- presumably because Emperor Valerian has succeeded Emperor Gallus. Following the tradition of previous popes, during his reign, Lucius pardoned those who had lapsed in their faith due to imperial persecution, but who had then repented and th- sought recognition with the Church. That's how it's. Though it's not clear how he was martyred, the earliest record states that Lucius was a martyr for the faith. Saint Phocus the Gardener, Phocus, kept an inn and gardener in Sinope. Pontus, modern day Tur- in Sinope, Pontus, modern day Turkey practiced his christianity cha- christian charity by feeding the poor with the surplus crops when roman soldiers were sent to execute him for being a christian he fed them gave them shelter and even dug his own grave first wow since adrian and eblus of Caesarea, in the early fourth century adrian and eblus went to kersian in modern israel to help the christians living there But they were soon arrested convicted of being christians and sentenced to death Adrian was torn apart by wild beasts and then behead, beheaded on this day, and Iblis was martyred two days later. It was the year three o eight. Saint John Joseph of the Cross. See here. Carlo was born in sixteen fifty four to well to do, devout parents of the island of Ischia, near Naples in Italy. Although four of his brothers also entered religious life, Carlo was especially pious from a young age. Carlo was particularly inspired by the examples of two Spanish fa- friars of their Al- Alcatine reform of the Franciscan order who visited his family. First, he spent nine months training in mental prayer and self-discipline under the direction of, Francine, of a Franciscan, And then, when he was only 16, he entered the Franciscan order and took the name John Joseph of the Cross. By the time he was twenty-one years old, he had so he had, he had so impressed his superiors with his holiness and abilities that he was sent to the lead at the founding of a new monastery, despite John Joseph's return desire to remain a mere brother like St Francis. His superiors decided he should become a priest. he was particularly gifted as a confessor, in spite of his youth and personal innocence, and he became an excellent novice master <clears throat> and superior in the house during a time when he was tired by tried by great see in his personal prayer, he received a vision of a deceased brother. This cons- consolation apparently marked a time of growth in his spiritual life. Soon afterward, people noticed that his prayers resulted in miracles, including many healing and mirac- miraculous multiplication of food. When John Joseph returned to visit his dying mother, he was given the unusual blessings of being acclaimed a saint in his own hometown. In his old age, John Joseph knew that the end was near. He warned others about it, but kept working. After suffering from a seizure, he Lingered briefly and died at the age of age of eighty on this date in seventeen thirty four. Holy martyrs, help me find ways to put my abilities in God's service. Saint Lucius, help me to love Christ in this church. Saint John Joseph, help me to grow in piety. Guys, um, let's just keep these in mind. Let the saints lead us. Um, we ask this in God's name. I apologize for going kind of fast, but I actually have stuff to do real quick. Um, so I apologize. But, um, let's just say, Hail Mary, Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with me. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, crying. Thy womb, Jesus, Holy Mary, Mother of God. Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Okay, guys, if you please subscribe to this podcast, and please um, tell your friends about it. And if you have any questions, send in a voice message. Um, Pray for me. I'm praying for you. God bless. Goodbye hello and welcome back in a while to my podcast The young catholic's point of view i am so sorry i have not been on this for a while i've been really busy over the past week um i want to tell you that i may be stopping the Lenten season one because i am pretty sure i messed up on the days and i went back to do it and there's something wrong it's like my counting is off so let me check that but that might be going away or i might have to start all over um and just go by days like day like not days not not day one two three or five but like the date like March this or April that or whatever. But I will be continuing with the same of the days, and I know I have a lot to make up for. So, let us begin. Um, uh, like I said before, if you want to follow along or just read by yourself, Saints Becoming an Image of Christ every day of the year is the book I'm using by Don Marie Butner. Um. By the company Ignatius, I believe. So, um, it's great. It's a good book. Um, let us begin. March 12th. Today's the 12th, right? Yes, sir, it is. Okay, good. I want to make sure. St. Maximilian of Theavetes. Maximilian, Maximilian, yeah, Maximilian, was the son of a Roman soldier. Therefore, he was required to report for military service in the Roman Empire. However, since Maximilian and his father had become Christians, Maximilian refused to serve in the army on the grounds of of his faith, that his faith prohibited the acts of pagan worship expected of a soldier. During his trial, his father stood by his side, and after he was beheaded, his father thanked God that his son had remained faithful faithful to death for Christ. All this occurred at Thevesti Numidia in northern Africa. Saint Innocent the Innocent was the fortieth pope. He, resi- he, re- well, I'm sorry. he reigned for fifteen years. During his reign, he took steps against heretical, gr- her- heretical- oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, oh. heretical groups and leaders, retaking churches in Rome from the Novatians and banishing a leader of a her- heretical group following the false teachings of Photinus, as well as attempting unsuccessfully unsuccessfully to make peace with Arlac, king of Goths, and keeping his army from capturing Rome. He was also active in opposing the Pelagian heresy. At first, for example, he condemned attacks against covenants near St. Jerome in Bethlehem by brutal followers of Pelagius, Pelagius, Oh my gosh. After he received warnings about that heresy from St. Augustine and other bishops of Africa, he formally rejected the teachings of Pelagus. Okay. Sorry. I'm tired. St. Theopines, the Chronographer. Theopines was born in the 8th century in Constantinople and educated in the Byzantine imperial imperial court. Although he married, he and his wife later mutually Mutually agreed to separate and give their lives to the Lord. She became a nun, and he became a monk, and eventually founded two monasteries. He became abbot at uh, one of them, Mount Sigriana, Sig- Sigriana, and he used his education to write a chronography or history of the world. He also participated in the Second Council, the Second Council of Nicaea, which approved the use of sacred images against the heresy of iconalism. However, the emperor at the time, Leo V, opposed the use of images and tried to win Theopians over to his side with both flattery and threats. Theopians, who were suffering at the time from painful disease, wrote back to the emperor, saying, Being now far advanced in years and much broken pain and a weakness in my body, I have neither relish nor inclination for any of those things which I despised. For Christ's sake, in my youth, as to my monastery and my friends, I condemned them to God. If you think if you think to fry me into accomplice by your threats, as a child is awed by the rod, you are only losing your pains. The emperor ordered Theopines to be scourged with 300 strokes. He was then imprisoned, virtually ignored for two years in a sinking dunge- dungeon, and banished to the land of Simothricks, where he died in the year of 800- 817. My bad. Oh. Blessed Luigi Orion. As a young man, Luigi... Was a student of the saintly priest St. Saint John Bosco. Like St. John, he founded many good works to organize people to serve the poor, educate the needy, and worship God. While still a seminarian, Luigi started a boarding school for poor boys called the Little Work of Divine Providence. In time, this gave birth to several orders and associations the Sons of the Divine Providence, priests, brothers, and hermits, who sought to bring children, the poor, and others to the church, taking usual vows, plus a fourth of a faithfulness to the people, the little missionary sisters of charity, the blind sisters, the adoration ador, adorers of the blessed sacrament, the complex the con, contemplative. Oh, I apologize, the contemplative sisters of Jesus crucified, and lay associations of ladies former pupils, and friends. The works of these associations included schools, boarding houses, and charitable works, and spread all over the world. Luigi's incorrupt body has been in Toronto Torantona, Italy, since 1980. 1980. Um, That's it. I apologize. I was really bad reading. I haven't done this in a few days, so. Um, St. Maximilian, pray for me to speak God's truth at all times. St. Innocent Help me to recognize the false teachings of my culture, St. Theopens. Teach me how to love suffering for the sake of Christ. Blessed Luigi, pray for my life to bear fruit for Christ. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Guys, subscribe to this podcast, and please send in video recordings or whatever they do um, to ask questions. I'm here to answer you and to help you grow in your faith as you are helping me grow in my faith. Yeah, um, that's about it. Um, Guys, pray for me. I'm praying for you. Have a great weekend. And I will try to get on this podcast more and more. Um, God bless. Uh, See you later. Bye-bye.